Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com sport editor Michael Potts. And I'm joined in the studio yet again, yet again, by Mr. Jake Wilson of BBC Match of the Day magazine. What is happening? I'm what back. Happening? I'm happening? back. You can't you been get rid of me. Living in this room for the last three weeks. I have. I have. It's Interesting. A, it's a, a nice safe self, space. Self isolation. I've got loads of hand sanitizer. It's good. I'm sweet. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Get this over with. Uh, moving on. <laughs> so we'll be previewing all of the Premier League games on TV this weekend, obviously before they're all cancelled. Um, I mean, let's hope they're all going ahead. Yeah. Let's hope they're going to have crowds like in it. them all. Did you, did you see well, the Champions League? You see mm. the Champions League last night? Valencia, Atlanta. It's very quiet. It was, these, these grounds, it's one of the it? most baffling mm. things I've seen. It was like, the same with Juventus, like Aaron Ramsey scoring and celebrating in front of... Yeah. <laughs> Donut. Nobody. Yeah, it's interesting. We're watching them all elbow, elbow fiving like mm. like weirdos. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll dive straight into them. We've got a bit of a big weekend of Premier League football coming up, uh, starting on Saturday on BT Sport One, twelve thirty kickoff. It's Watford versus Leicester. Um, the the completely unnecessarily titled Brendan Rodgers. Derby. Oh, there's a derby in every game nowadays, isn't there? <laughs> I actually, I, I went so far to hating, hating the, you know, the blah, 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 derby. Mm-hmm. Do I actually love it now? Oh, but, yeah, circle. so bad. Beautiful. Um, we'll start with, we'll start with Leicester, actually. Oh. Um, shackles off against Villa. Vardy back in the stride, 4-0 win. Mm-hmm. That looked like the Leicester we've been used to this season. Or is that the Aston Villa that we should all know and expect yeah, at this point? come round to that mm. bit, but yeah. Uh, do you think that was more a case of Villa just being woeful or or have Leicester actually found their, found their form again? I think it's a bit of half and half. Um, obviously, Leicester kind of uh, dominated and, and were full value for the win, but their, their last few goals came right out of the death um, where Tyrone Mings gave... Leicester mm. a penalty out of nowhere. Um, a very strange decision to uh, shoulder that ball mm. um, when there wasn't. Uh, it was a shoulder, though, wasn't it? It wasn't. But it's, it's definitely handball. handball. He threw himself uh. towards the floor and it hit his arm. Uh. It was not uh, a great indictment of the player's talent. Yeah. Um, but Leicester did look good. Vardy, that's going to do him so much confidence. Mm. Um, he is a confidence player and I think that would have really helped. And yeah, he boy, goes in streaks, doesn't he? Like, as, yeah. as we've seen before, obviously he got the, mm. was it the 11... 11 game streak I think it was the before record, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah just sort of um, yeah you expect him once he gets two you know another five aren't, aren't far off yeah poor Ben Foster eh <laughs> yeah yeah he's up for a task this weekend <laughs> um, Harvey Barnes ticking along nicely um, it's one of those where every time in England and I quite like this every time an England in English player mm-hmm. um, turns up in a game has a big performance suddenly it's like oh England England yeah and <laughs> and I actually quite like that mm. I, I think we, we maybe don't have have the obvious world-class talents. I mean, world-class, big apostrophes there with, with Gerard <laughs> Lampard, etc., mm-hmm. um, who obviously didn't display it on that, on that world stage too often, but um, for in international competitions. Um, but it's nice to see those those very good talents, the mm-hmm. likes of Barnes, Madison, Grealish, etc. They all, they're all in and around that squad. And they're all exciting players. Mm. Like, you, you look at Harvey Barnes and to watch him play, he's going to get, you know, bums off seats mm. and that's what you want. You don't yeah. want to be watching England scrape to a 1-0 win over Slovakia. You want to see us win 4-2. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, some of these players will come being around the side. And Barnes, you know, he did it last year for West Brom. I feel like mm. I rave about him quite a lot when I'm on here. But that boy is good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> 
Enjoy that, no? No. Pass, you want to sub in? Bring him in. Uh, no, yeah, Barnes, I think it's probably... It's maybe too soon to bring him into I the Euro so. squad, mm-hmm. especially considering Grealish and Madison haven't quite cracked yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but like I say, can't be doing much more than he's doing at the moment. He's and on the ke- way. Keep putting pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, another talent coming through, James Justin. Yes. Um, just a quick note on James Justin, but he's impressing. He started started the other night against mm-hmm. Villa. Um, I read a few few really nice things actually from uh, from Rogers, really praising him very highly, saying he makes those off the ball run, just bombs forward, constantly bombing forward. Obviously, on that left side, gives Barnes that space to just drift in. Obviously, he's got mm-hmm. two goals from it. It's almost what he's. Yeah, he doesn't even have to have the ball, and he's making it, uh, having a bit of an effect on that that left side. That's good prem players now. You've got to be making those runs if you're mm. a fullback nowadays. You can't sit, um, and it's good to see him doing so well. He he tore it up for Luton. Uh, Luton fans loved him when he was there. I think they've missed him a bit this season, mm. reflecting on their league position. So it's good to see him starting some games now. Yeah, he absolutely. All season. I've got another rant in me, which I'm not going to quite deploy now. But that fullbacks, fullbacks are the most important position in the Premier League. Oof. In the Premier League eleven. Yeah. Okay. You feeling this? Mm. I'm going to go into this. They're just so. traditional wingers now. They're just they're just classic mid noughties wingers. Yeah. With another player in front of them, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that so much. And and let's like say, when you've got people like Barnes who can cut inside, well, I'm on I'd, board with this. And, and they can drop in midfield. They can defend. Uh, they can push forward. A bit of everything with a fullback. Maybe that's a chat for another day. But I still can't think you look past the fox in the box. Uh, Re Tottenham Hotspur. Don't know where you're going with that one. So I'm going to move on to Watford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Watford kicking and screaming down there. Um, they've got a few good games coming up, though. Mm-hmm. Got got Burnley, Southampton, Norwich, Newcastle, West Ham. So they've pretty much got to play everybody down there. Yeah. Um, still can't quite work them out. Obviously, that, that incredible win against, but against that's, Liverpool. That's the only one, really. That's the only one they've won in the last seven. Mm. Um, and, you know, you don't want to put the, the curse on them. But Norwich beat Man City mm. and then didn't win for, what? Quarter of a year, still going. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's a scary one. You can't take that as a as any mm. big change. You've got to beat those teams around you. You've got to yeah. get points every game, not just one very good result. Mm. And I think they do have match winners. We, we've talked yes. about this so mm. often, like Dini, Delafeu, like Dakure, even mm. Saar coming in. Definitely, um, they've they've got match winners. It's just it just feels like a bit of a hodgepodge that they need to just you know mm. just line up for a fight every week almost, and and just. You know, scream their way to survival this time round. Keeping them more playing as well. I think Delafeu is injured, so that's going to mm. be a bit of a hit. But they do have that attacking talent. Just uh, don't always get the goals that that uh, balances out with. Absolutely. Mm. Prediction for this one. I think Leicester are going to have it. I think it's going to be two nil to the Blues. Unfortunately, gone two one. Leicester getting a bit of confidence back ahead of the end of the season run-in. Agreed. Uh, moving on to Aston Villa versus Chelsea. It's also on Saturday. Uh, Sky Sports Premier League and main event with a 5.30 kick-off. Uh, Villa, uh, I mean, they're gone, aren't they, really? I think... Uh, it's uh, hard. It's like one I'm of these where they're probably going to win a couple of games and everything's going to change again. I just can't I, I can't... I can't see a team who defends like that surviving no no I advocated them a little while ago um, I think that they would would do okay because they do have goals in them Grealish Samata started scoring mm. but if you defend um, as poorly as you did against Leicester um, 
he's a young guy. I hope. Yeah, it's he more. Really it's can. more the capitulation side of yeah. it. And we saw it against mm. Leicester. Like you, you're in a game until you concede, and then the heads just completely drop. Like it, it shouldn't be the end of a world. End of the world conceding a goal. You're going to concede a goal in more games. More games than not any team, pretty much. Definitely Vardy's uh, second one. Uh, yeah, they just kind of let him have the yeah. shot. It was ridiculous. Like the, the fight wasn't there. That you you might see at a Watford or something that you would you got that feeling that they'll scrap out of it. Yeah, I, I know a thing or two about gutless relegation battling hey. spineless bottling teams and uh, <laughs> let that out Michael let that out but yeah I, ju- I just get that vibe from them just yeah. you see the heads drop and as soon as the heads drop it doesn't matter how talented you are no matter how much money no. you've spent um, I, I also I, people like Pepe Reina just oh. like signings like that, just, I don't like them. I don't like well, them. Well, it seemed like he'd done quite well. He seemed like he'd kind of inspired a bit yeah. when he came in, but that, that decision for the first goal was not the right one. No, and not I, at all. I think that sets you on such a bad path, again, especially against such a good side like like Leicester. Um, and I think they can have a real, real turn of fortune. Um, it's going to be needed if they are going to get something. Mm, absolutely. I just think this is the sort of thing where you've got to stick with your, your championship team. Mm. Or I, I know a lot of the players have come through, but there is a lot of new signings they've made. I'm, I've, I've listed them down here, but Engel, 7 million. Target, 14 million. Concert, 12 million. Gilbert, 8 million. Uh, Nakamba, 11 million. Douglas, oh, he's 15. I mean, that's not even talking about Wesley, who's 22 million. He's mm. been injured for so long. That wage bill <sighs> in the championship would be crippling. They've picked up the QBR blueprint and thought, we'll have Oy. a slice of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame for Tom Heaton. Uh, yeah. I'd like to give him a shout out because he came in and did really well. So I think their season might be a slight bit different if he was still in there. Mm, mm. And, and I feel sorry for Grealish as well because, yeah. I mean, this is probably... It's one of those weird situations where he won't want to leave his boiled club. He's been there however long. He I won't think, want to leave and yet... Might- might want to leave yeah, at this by point. the end of the season he's mm. pretty much going to have to leave he'll have um, his pick of Premier League teams as well that yeah. boy is good still backing him to go United mm. love to see that but anyway moving on another day uh, moving on to Chelsea just a quick word on a couple of players um, Billy Gilmore Ooh. Billy Gilmore bringing in the plaudits a uh, little pocket rocket terrier midfielder um, he looks so confident in the middle have you, have you watched him play in yeah, these seen games him a yeah. bit. and it's, it's lovely to see a player like him break through especially in that side a Chelsea side that's so full of midfield talent um, and he is running the show I feel like there's so many players with so much baggage and so much um, like tr- trying to be complicated and he just plays football so simply mm-hmm. just just little pass little move little pass little move mm-hmm. pass run like he'll, he'll just I don't know it, it, he makes it look easy makes it look easy in the middle there and, and he's not the tallest at all nope. by any stretch um, came across really well in his interview as well just when he was chatting seems like a very down to earth chap and yeah, I just think fair play and, and Lampard, fair play for starting him, fair play for actually Definitely. looking mm. beyond his, his birth certificate and actually thinking, <laughs> you know what, let's give this lad a go. Exactly. And uh, it's nice to see him break out, but it's a, it's a long road to being a Premier League, you know, mm. mainstay. As you will know, being the hardcore Premier League midfielder, you are. Jake oh, Wilson. yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting for my call up, Nuno. Uh, ready. <laughs> I'm waiting for that number 10 role. Just shout me. And Ross Barkley as well. Yeah, stepping up, and that might be some of Gilmore's uh, influence. Mm. Brought a real performance out of him, whereas uh, Barkley was uh, not as great in the Champions League a couple of weeks ago. That's yeah, I think partially the fact the Everton fans booed, <laughs> booed his every touch probably had something to do with Barkley looking fired up for that, that one. Um, but again, I know he's, he's flawed and he's inconsistent, but mm. my word, he turned up for that one. 
obviously got the talent. It's just week in, week out, showing you can influence games. And he hasn't isn't done that to this point. So um, hopefully it's a start because mm. England could probably do with yeah. Uh, so, Southgate class. likes him as well. Southgate mm. wants him in that. You know, uh, uh, an informed Ross Barkley is, is weapon, pretty yeah. much in in that England squad uh, ahead of the likes of Grealish, Madison, etc., etc. Definitely. Uh, prediction for this one. Chelsea to nil. Um, even though Villa have got goal scorers, you know, Dean Smith's got a right job to turn I, that around. I don't think I could ever go Chelsea to nil, but I will go Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea probably like, I don't know, 7-3 or something. Amazing. And, uh, and yeah, like I said, Dean Smith, big job on his hands and reports saying he could go if he loses this one. Which would be sad because he's obviously a very good manager. He did a brilliant job at Brentford. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to Super Super Sunday. Uh, it's two o'clock kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's West Ham versus some West Midlands team. The West Midlands team, I'll have it's you know. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, going along nicely? Yep, yep. Very nice, Wolves. Uh, 0-0 against Brighton was frustrating. Only one shot on target shows um, a bit of our problem. We do seem to have trouble breaking down teams now and then. Um, Brighton are our bogey team, though. Mm. Um, and Aaron Moy, as my father always says, is our bogey player, having been in the Huddersfield team that beat us twice in a league <laughs> season where I think they only won three games. So that was lovely. As father prophesied, yeah. <laughs> Moy will return. <laughs> Michael Wilson knows his stuff. I'll have you know. Shout um, out to Big Mike. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no complaints, Wolves. It's a wonderful season. Um, right up there in the Champions League spots. Some people saying, oh no, not beating Brighton. The Champions League dream is, is gone. Mm. It's very much not. There's Every team's there is going to drop points. And I think Champions League is probably a stretch for us. But we'd take you back-to-back Europa League's uh, mm. qualification would be a, a dream. Especially yeah. when we could still win the thing. Well, that's, that's the thing as well. A lot of people just bypass the Europa League and just think mm. it's it's a springboard of the Champions League or it's a, it's not quite there to halfway house but like you, you could actually go and win that thing definitely like there, there are some good teams left in it mm-hmm. but nobody who you're like sort of cowering cowering about there's I, a, there's I don't a, know there's Inter we would not want uh, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want in, them but they're not like oof. it's not it's not a it's not a dead cert no but um, I think if you're um, a betting man that would be the team you'd be looking at yeah um, I think Man United if we got them I think we'd give them a right game we beat them plenty of times over the last couple of years mm. and any other team in that draw I think we'll have um, you know Olympiacos knocked out uh, <laughs> we'll have them Arsenal yeah. but um, we're not scared in the slightest mm. absolutely mm. would you prioritise have you got <laughs> It's it's one of these bizarre questions where you never want to like lose any game no. or set up to lose a game. But like, would you be prioritising a competition, knowing that Champions League qualification is is in one hand, you've got Europa League in the other? Would you be sharing the workload? It's yeah. not it's not a, a dilemma I'd like to have. Like, I think league position is the most important thing at the end of the day. That's what you work all year for. They're mm. the thirty eight games that you grind through. Um, but Nuno does not play. "Quote unquote," the reserves. She just doesn't no. do it. When we even we we took a, a massive lead to Espanyol, and he played you know half the first team. He only left one or two out, and that's not a thing that he does. He doesn't rest players too often. He keeps that same starting eleven uh, all the time, and I think that will only continue. We've played more games at this point in the season than we played in the entirety of really? last season. So wow. those boys are going to be out on their feet. Um, you know, it's just why maybe Traore starting on the bench. Mm. Um, Last week, yeah, so, big, big shout out to the fitness coaches as well, getting them, getting them lined up yeah. and whipped into shape for all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, West Ham coming up, 
this weekend. Uh, West Ham in a bit of a mad position, really. They're not doing well. They're no. not having a good season. And yet, beat South- or they, they beat Southampton. Um, obviously, they drew with Brighton after that wild sort of throwing away the three-goal lead. Everyone I mean, that, that, as much as everybody could jump on that and criticise it, like that is a freak result. That's not going to happen every week mm-hmm. to them. And and apart from that, they've lost twice Liverpool recently, Man City, Arsenal. They've had some very tough games, mm-hmm. and and yet they're still, they're obviously still in touch. They're sixteenth. They're, they're they're joint on points with with Bournemouth and eighteenth, but they're still in 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 contention to stay up, survive. Mm-hmm. And if you win here, suddenly you're up to what thirty points in thirty games. Mm-hmm. You're looking that's, pretty good. It's not the end of the world, is it? Um. No, they could they could very much do it without any real um, player playing very well. <laughs> no, I can't point to one player. Maybe um, Ngakia from the last uh, last couple of games, mm. the right back who they're, they're raving about. Um, but I can't name you anyone who scores any goals. I mean, Jared Jared Bourne scored, didn't he? He obviously he missed is, an, is, he missed a chance as well. But he, is that one? One, yeah, one. <laughs> but he's given them something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's a brilliant player. Um, I like, mean, they've scored, they've scored three in each of the last two games. Against, so Southampton and Brighton, they've scored mm-hmm. three in each of them. I think Haller got on the score the score sheet again. So they've obviously they've got something there. And I just wonder mm-hmm. whether once they're playing against teams around them, um, I mean, Moyes has never be, never had a great record against against the big teams with Everton. His, his record was shocking against likes Liverpool, mm, etc. Um I, I don't know. I, I just wonder whether they've got something under the surface that once it gets around to playing the likes of Villa or Norwich or whoever it is yeah. they've got left, mm-hmm. whether they can actually turn the screw. I, I I agree. I think they, they have uh, a bit more about them than the rest. I think um, they haven't been doing it loads, but they have the ability to keep more clean mm. sheets. Fabianski has made a few mistakes, but he's obviously a brilliant goalkeeper. Um, Ogbonna and Diop have their moments where they are very, very good. Um, and as a Wolves fan, I think I was more confident going into the Spurs game a couple of weeks ago than yeah. I am going away to West Ham. That's saying something, really. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, prediction for this one? Uh, Wolves to win. Obviously. 2-0. Yep. Jimenez, two headers. <laughs> you like the Mark Lawrence of this podcast. Well, Liverpool five. Everybody else doesn't matter. Well, um, <laughs> going with the going with the draw here. Going with the going with the one all draw. Cheers. Yeah, I'm sitting right here. I can hear you. I mean, you're going to smash Olympiacos. So it's going to be fine. Um, really? If you're listening to this on Friday and they didn't smash Olympiacos, <laughs> oh well. Uh, moving on to uh, the 4:30 kickoff on Sunday. It's Tottenham versus Manchester United. <sighs> Let's go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep my smugness back. Oh yeah. Um, for now, <laughs> so we'll start with Tottenham. Then we'll let the smugness out. Yeah. Um, Tottenham. They're looking. It's very, very horsey right now. <sighs> very horsey. I feel like they've got all the supporting cast with it's sort of stitching together this imaginary defence and imaginary attack. <laughs> yep. The likes yep, of Los yep, yep. is trying to stitch up mm-hmm. two ends of the pitch that are just non-existent right now. There's just nothing. Nothing there up front. I watched the second half of the game last night after getting back from football myself and it uh, it was embarrassing. The the lack of the lack of urgency, the lack of fight. Even at mm. you know, three 0 down on aggregate, you don't expect to get the result back. But um Deli Ali said it afterwards, he apologised to the fans, said it was embarrassing that display and you can't you can't disagree. They look a team completely with the wrong mentality. They look shot to bits, don't they? Absolutely. I think confidence was mentioned, don't they? Mm. They just just looks so flat, and and they came out. I was chatting to chatting in the office there, and saying that Spurs they actually came out the traps quite well. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it similar to Villa in that sense. Like once once one goes in, just heads, heads. just go, mm. heads roll. And 
that's not a good place to be at if you're Spurs. They're almost in give up mode slash shut down mode with ten games left to go. They still they could finish mid table. They could finish bottom half if they if they keep this runner form up. Ridiculous you know? with the managers, uh, you know, asking for June to be here already. When you hear that mm. from from the the top man, it's not a great uh, place to be in. It's mm. um it's it's scary. Um, without Kane and Son, it's obviously a big miss. We spoke about that, but. You know, you're a Premier League side with hundreds of millions of pounds of talent. Yes, you haven't got like an out-and-out striker, but you've got ballers there that should be mm. able to do stuff. Maybe changing the back four or five so often isn't helping either, but yeah, you know, they've got to got to sort this out. Mourinho's just gone into that, that weird zone where we mm. saw at the end of United when he was sort of, you know, bagging out Luke Shaw. Uh, now yeah. he's doing it with Ndombele mm. and... Just looks defeatist in every game, and I just think it's what so quick to get. I'd love, I love. If only there was an Amazon documentary showing us behind <laughs> the scenes of what is going on behind the scenes. I'm sure, the Radio uh, Times will have the full scoop on this. Oh, we upcoming. will do in time, my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd just love to see what is actually going on behind this, like what the players think of Mourinho. Yeah, because because I do like him, and I think he's still got so much to offer football. But <laughs> the more and more you see him. The more and more he just looks like a finished, finished man. He I, does. Don't, I don't know. He came in with that smiley persona, <laughs> patting that boy on the head, <laughs> the, the ball boy. And there's none of that now. He finished there? 11th Spurs, but he patted the ball boy on the head. And that's yeah. all that matters. That's the documentary. Um, Manchester United. Go on then, have your moment, mate. I mean, I called this, didn't I, really? I've called um, this, called this yes, for many weeks. You did, Michael. Um, flying along, unbeaten in 10, eight clean sheets. Just two conceded in that time. Um, I think yeah. it's time we give a little bit of a little bit more credit to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. A little bit, yes. I am completely neutral, by the way. I'm not like some sort of don't any internet forums abuzz with is Michael Potts a secret Manchester United fan? That is not the case. Wearing but the red of Manchester under the <laughs> red of Sunderland. Basically that. Um, painted white sh- white stripes on my Man United <laughs> shirt, basically. Uh, but yeah, it, I don't know. I just I just think it looks so good at the moment. And, and Fernandez sort of brought that whole extra edge to them. Yep. McTominay back, a bit of fire, a bit of competition in the middle as well. It's not just like they've got an 11 and that's it. Um, he's going to be battling it out there. Uh, I'd be interested to see how quickly uh, Paul Pogba's injury heals now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. maybe there's a delay on that. Mm. If there's mm. a, uh, a Europa League final potentially, wonder Ooh. whether he's uh, just miraculously yeah, back for that yeah, one. That's maybe. Uh, also, like I said, Lindelof. Um, I, I've never, I've never like hated Lindelof. I just, I just think he needed somebody next to him, like a cool head. Yes. And now he's got the biggest head next to him in Maguire, and. <laughs> It's just looking very. It's just everything about it. I just like it right it, now. It has, I like what I'm it seeing has right to now. Slide into place. I think we should, you know, be balanced and not, not be too <laughs> sorry, excited. Yeah. For I've, totally gone, I've totally gone. I've totally gone to that level. Yeah, there. It's sorry. gone here, mate. It's, um, because uh, a lot of those stats, you know, include Europa League results, um, which and, are still big, games. and they are still big games. But they have played some some slightly te- uh, lesser teams, maybe teams that wouldn't, you know, compete in the Premier League at the uh, the same level as Man United. Being Manchester um, City twice, being Manchester City I'm twice. I'm not saying they're not doing the jobs, <laughs> all right? They're still doing great, but maybe I'm not quite as excited as you, sir. Maybe yeah. I'm the neutral one here. I'm just very rarely right about things, so when I am, I've got to <laughs> ride that train. Um, <laughs> prediction for this one? I can't see Tottenham getting a point anywhere at the minute. Hmm. So I think United have got to have this. Especially against the all-conquering Manchester United. Michael Pops' Manchester United. Uh, okay. 
I'm going to leave that one there. I'm uh, going to go for a 2-0 Manchester United win because I am such a massive fan. Um, moving on to Monday Night Football. It's, I forgot about this. So I was yeah. looking I was looking through my notes, looking through my schedule. I was like, oh, cheeky Merseyside derby on a Monday night. It's a shame it's not on Sunday. I don't it, like to have been on Sunday. Yeah. But hey. Quite nice on a Monday night after work, getting home, yeah, but watching f- all of Liverpool. Just Surely the fans mm. themselves going to the, gra- the game that have preferred it Sunday afternoon. <laughs> what, you actually think fans are going to be at this game? Oh, true. <laughs> Lockdown. Um, it's an 8 o'clock kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League and main event, Everton versus Liverpool at Goodison Park. Um, Liverpool... Uh, funny after all this sort of talk of crisis mode, etc., um, that they've got a 20, looking at the table again, 25 point gap. They've got three digits above, <laughs> above Man City when you're looking at the first column. They have double Spurs' points tally right now. Oh, wow. 82 points to 41. Um, I mean, they can end the season with 109 out of 114. Just all the numbers are mad still. Like, I think we just need to remind ourselves that Liverpool, for all they did go through that dip, they are still a ridiculous team. The dip was three games yeah. and, you know, they were in three different competitions. So I think, uh, rightly so, uh, level heads have been restored somewhat. Mm. They didn't, you know, fly out the traps against Bournemouth. Um, they didn't, you know, completely wipe the floor with them. But a proper professional job done there and um, they're going to just walk to the title. Mm. There's a lot of talk about, is it a disappointing season if they don't win, you know, more than just a Premier League? Yeah. Um, but nah. they're going to win that Premier League title, you know, e- external circumstances uh, forgiving um, and they're <laughs> going to be happy. As Larry, can you imagine? Can you actually? I don't can want you to actually imagine. imagine the fume, though. But if 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 the season gets cancelled, if the season gets postponed in any way, shape, or form, that doesn't result in thirty-eight games and Liverpool winning the thing. That oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready for I'm that. Not ready that's that, that, that's that the be, outbreak of absolute rage. We're not ready for. I here. think it would be terrible for <laughs> everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've got to do what's what's best and what's safest. But yeah. um, please let Liverpool win that title. I know. <laughs> yeah, and. Again, thoroughly, thoroughly deserved. Uh, Henderson coming back into it, which is which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be playing against Atletico. Um, I think Salah, run, Salah sort of wasn't totally convinced by him against Bournemouth. Ran into a few dead ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Firmino, again, that stacks just keeps going. Hasn't scored at Anfield in the Premier League this season. Oh, wow. That's, that's, isn't that bizarre? 29 yes. games, um, eight goals away from home, zero at home. Wow. It, it's one of those where I don't know if there's anything really behind it. It's just kind of the way it's fallen. But Maybe. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Um, but yeah, n- n- nice to see mm. Mane and Salah sort of back on the score sheet. Definitely, they're, they're the boys, aren't they? And uh, Liverpool haven't been rampant for quite a while now, and I think we've known that, but they're getting the jobs done, and mm. that's you know all that matters. That's that, the bottom line. Nice to see the sort of red... Oh, I'm doing hand signals as a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice to see him doing the crisscrossing sort of red arrows thing going on there front, between the front three. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, Dynamic. That's how they get you. That's <laughs> how they get you. Uh, moving on to Everton. <sighs> Again, I think similar to Watford. They just kind of need this season to end. They're just sort of... I mean, that was a horrible, horrible defeat at Chelsea, really, wasn't it? It but was. Just a bit of a hodgepodge of talent. Great manager. And and just need that pre-season, that break, that rest. Go They'll again. be confident they can do big things next year. Ancelotti's really got them playing some, some good football. We spoke about their, their squad and the, the first 11. It is strong all the mm. way through. Um, you know, this season doesn't look like they've got loads to play for now. Um, Europe might be a touch too far, um, but... You know, Liverpool maybe wanting to pick up a bit of momentum 
a very, you know, on paper, nice game to have at Bournemouth. Mm. This one, very much less so. They were not going to be uh, excited to be going to uh, Goodison. Mm. Well, this is it, isn't it? Everton be fuming after that defeat at Chelsea. Mm. Uh, you wonder, you, you wonder whether Ancelotti can actually, uh, I mean, might make wholesale changes. You never know what he's going to do with this one, but mm. uh, it could be a very interesting one. Derby games, they always say form goes out the window, and, and I think does. there is something in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still going absolute prediction of absolute Liverpool mauling, but I, I don't know. I think it'll be, I think it'll be quite tight. Um, Everton, good side, really like um, Cavett Lewin, uh, form of his life. You know, I'm not going to rule him out not getting a goal. Mm. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. An update: uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson has just stood up. So, <gasps> has he? <laughs> he's he's nice. off. He's off the pitch. Still finally, got, still got his boots on. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a two, uh, three one. Let's go three one Liverpool for that. I, one. I'll trim it. I'll, I'll trim it to two. I think they might find a way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to fantasy Premier League tips. Uh, I used my free hit. That was not great, was I, it? Michael? I used my free hit on Aguero, Mares, Walker, Saka, Pepe, and Aubameyang. Um, that did not go well. So basically, no. kids, the, the the big tip here: don't listen to me ever. Um, you can listen to me if you like. Willie Bolly with a nice eight points this week off his, my his bench. Wolf, his orange tunnel vision on over there. Um, I, I've got a couple of shouts. Yeah, I think Danny Ings. They've got Norwich this weekend, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not fancying Danny Ings right now. I'm no. quite like Chris Wood. Oh yes, Chris Wood back from injury and he scored at the weekend. Mm-hmm. They have Man City this weekend, which you don't really know Brilliant. what that Pick means. Chris Wood to score against Man City, but then game week thirty-one Ooh. is coming. Okay, the twist. there are only four games in game week thirty-one. Only eight teams are playing. We've got Spurs, West Ham, Burnley, Watford, Liverpool, Palace, Wolves, Bournemouth. So if you've got Burnley, you've got Chris Wood. You might mm-hmm. have Nick Pope in there. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your Liverpool guys, your your Jimenez, your Jota, whoever it is. I think you're probably making transfers this week for that week yeah. if you've already used your free hit like this moron um, so yeah keep an eye on game week 31 and select accordingly uh, what is in match of the day magazine this week sir this one's a good one Michael it is as opposed big... to the others or? <laughs> this one's a specifically good one this week Michael it's a big lol issue so kids are going to find out it's full of mad bants, crazy doodles, mascot memes, cartoon fun, face swaps, player pranks, on top of all the lovely footy goodness. You love to see it. Can we bleep out mad bants, please? Every uh, single time he says it. Mad bants. <laughs> That's wow. the headline. Thank you very much for listening this week. Hopefully we're back next week if the country hasn't gone into complete meltdown. Um, in the meantime, you can come to radiotimes.com slash sport for all of your latest sporting previews. Bit of golf this weekend, as well as the regular football and I think we've got a bit of Cheltenham stuff coming up this week as well. Um, you can find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or your wherever you get your podcast from. We're probably there. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.